TheOAMNetwork.com. Man, we got a lot to talk about today. It's been nine days since my last recording. Um, I'm ready to get at it. A lot's happened. We're going to praise the Steelers. How about them Cowboys? A uh, lot to get at. Um, welcome to another episode of Sports, Sports, Sports Queued Up. I am your host, Quentin Bailey. You can find this on the OAMnetwork.com. Um, I'm ready to get at it, man. I'm very excited. Uh, we're going to talk mostly about the NFL because uh, it's that time of year. But I'm going to start off. First, I'm going to touch on the uh, college football just to get it out the way, because pretty much everything went according to how we projected. Uh, Clemson, Oklahoma will meet uh, Alabama, Michigan State, and because Michigan State beat out Iowa. So that's our four, as we all projected. My best friend CJ will not be here today, unfortunately, but he'll be back next week, and um, we miss him dearly. Um, so right now we're going to bring on my brother from the same mother, Tim Bailey. Yo, yo, yo. Thanks for uh, coming to the show, man. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And thanks for listening to all four episodes. Uh, I appreciate that. Yes. I was trying to make sure that I need to catch up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think everyone got it. I don't no. really think they cared. But anyways, so, um, so, 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 you know, everything went like we said it would. The projection-wise, uh, the teams went like they would. Uh, no real shockers, no big surprises. So no. we don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this, but we do want to cover it, right? Yep. Um, so Clemson meets Oklahoma. Alabama meets Missouri. Uh, once again, no excitement. Uh, I, right Michigan now, State. What did I say? Missouri. Missouri. Okay, just bad handwriting. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, I'm 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 looking and not thinking. My bad. Uh, everybody should know Missouri will never be in the playoffs. Okay, so, um, but anyways, so as we projected, Oklahoma would get in, uh, winning the Big Twelve, even though they didn't have a conference championship game. But uh, they, I feel they deserved it. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, uh, so right now, if we were to project, would you say? I would say Oklahoma and Alabama is going to meet. Yes, in the I, championship. I, I think Oklahoma is going to beat Clemson. Yeah, and of course, I think Alabama. Why going do to you beat. think that is? Because Clemson is a good team. I haven't seen them play too much. I've seen them a couple times. They, they they are. I just think they're beatable. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do. Everybody's, everybody's, I mean, the ACC. I just do not believe it's hard to trust in them. Yes, even though Florida State's been as good as they have the last yes. couple seasons. Uh, but that that conference definitely not very well tested. Um, but usually the big game they drop the ball in. So, they, so I'm surprised that they did go undefeated. I mean, props to them. I'm not trying to take anything from them, but I do believe. No, I didn't see this. Okay, but I'm gonna bring this up. The North Carolina offsides on the onside kick play, right? You told me so, about yeah, it. Yeah, supposedly on offsides. I still haven't seen it. Uh, you told me Kurt Herbstreit even had a fit about it, right? Yes. All right. No. Yes. No, it was so it was a phantom offsides, basically. Yes, clearly. Um, clearly, they received the onside kick, and that had, and had, that, a, had a chance to go down, and I believe take the lead. Mm, okay, so, so it cost them the shot, man, and yes. it really would have changed things up, man. You think it's conspiracy? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> something, man. That's crazy. Yeah, ACC man. refs, you man. know, college football don't want any excitement. If there was a conspiracy, it'd be to keep SEC out of it. So <laughs> I don't see anything else. Uh, that, 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 that. That, that almost came true but this year. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna um, open this up. I'm gonna bring on uh, my man from the streets over here, the LAB Bug Being B Bug. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, what's going on? It's going good. Uh, it's your first time on the show. Um, yes. Rules of the show. It's my show, so okay. don't ever correct me, even when I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, CJ's real bad about bringing out when I'm wrong, and we don't want that on the show. I'm gonna go a week without that. CJ's a 49er fan. He's wrong about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, be that as it may, man. But I'm gonna bring this up, man. I'm gonna because because there was no excitement. We're gonna play a little uh, make believe, right? Yep. Right. So uh, so we would all agree, right? Uh, Tim and I agreed. You'd agree. Oklahoma, Alabama championship would be your pick right now. No, you'd have Clemson. I like Clemson. I think their chemistry and the things is going on and the coach Nene and and the way he is with his <laughs> players and all of that. I just it's just like last year how uh, Ohio State came in. Yeah, I think the, that team, the way they, uh, you know, the chemistry. Uh huh. Yeah, they and, play very well, man. And and col- you know, in college, especially in in football nowadays, I think when guys play and have fun together. They win good, yeah, man. And they're absolutely doing it, man. I mean, they've been a good, they've been up and coming the last couple of seasons. So I'm not, I'm not trying to take anything away from them. So you would have Clemson and Alabama, right? That's okay. my pick. Clemson you can't go and against Alabama, Alabama right no, now, no, right? No, they, no, which no. just wouldn't make sense, especially no, on a neutral ground. No. Um, so I'm gonna play. We're gonna play a little make believe, all right? Out of all the uh, the bowls that are lined up right now, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna add two bowl games to this playoff scenario. Okay, yes. make okay. it a little bit more exciting. Well, I'm gonna add uh, Stanford versus Iowa. Right. Okay. And I'm going to add uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State to this. Okay. So if out of Ohio State, Notre Dame, who would be you guys pick? I would have Ohio State easy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have Ohio State advancing. Guys, yeah. Now, what if Alabama played Ohio State? Right. Alabama. Now, now understand this. If these if these teams were added into the equation of an 18 playoff, the seating would be different. Yeah. Uh, Alabama wouldn't play Michigan State and so forth. You know what I mean? Because one, two, three, yeah. four would play five, six, seven, eight. You know, yeah. and so on. But uh, but you know, it's make believe we're just going to play it like this. So, um, Ohio State would they be able to beat Alabama? No. No, nah. no, I wouldn't think so either. Yeah, I just um, don't say. Just Stanford, don't say. Iowa. I would have Stanford. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I we got Stanford beating Iowa in this bowl game. Stanford, so, Stanford was close to making the Final Four. There, they were very, very close, man. Very, very. And I, and I don't. I, I, I see. I see the running back there, man. McCaffrey. Yeah, man. He he he's a he's a player. I think it's Ed McCaffrey's son from the. Yeah, it is Christian the, McCaffrey. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna touch on him in a second. We're gonna touch on the Heisman race before we jump to another topic. But uh, Stanford, Iowa. We're on the same page. Stanford wins, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because Iowa's just unproven. They played in the weak division of the Big Ten and all that good stuff. So Oklahoma, Stanford, Tim. You would have uh, Clemson and Stanford. Would that change your guys' opinion on who would play Alabama in the championship? It would definitely add excitement, right? Yeah. yeah having the eight yeah. teams. Yeah, well, I, I, I thought they should have won with 18s to begin with. Yeah. And they'll get there. Yeah. yeah. They'll get there. It's coming. It just needs to be now, not later. Because 10 years ago, we never thought we would have had four, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. No, it was you know, BCS, no playoff. Yeah, man. So, you know, we'll get we'll get to eight. But uh, I, I would still have Oklahoma over Stanford, but by a little bit. It's a toss-up to me. Yeah. Because um, I think Stanford's every bit as good as the rest of them teams, uh, other than yeah. Alabama. I'm, g- I'm going to say depends on where they are. If they play out west, I would take Stanford. Yeah, and like after ten o'clock. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. If it's like a, if it's like the Rose Bowl or something like yeah. that, where they're already out west, I would take Stanford. But probably if you move back this way, I would take Oklahoma. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You're probably right. I, I'd be inclined to agree with that. But all in all, neutral field is a toss up. Uh, like you said, based on location, will probably yes. play a bigger role in that. Uh, but no matter what scenario we add to this, is anyone? Would you have anyone favorite to beat Alabama? No. Not in, the, not in the top eight. No. I mean, not at all. This is funny. I, I, I saw this the other day. It was where um, they had – Vegas is, did their own top six, right? Mm-hmm. And they had uh, Alabama won as far as being favored to win the championship, right? If they all played, who would be favored the most? Alabama won. Uh, Clemson was two. Ohio State was three. 
Okay, Stanford was four, Oklahoma five, and then uh, Baylor was six. So that's crazy, man. Yeah, teams you shouldn't even think of, and mm-hmm. that's how they look at. It. So the Heisman Trophy is down to three guys: uh, Deshaun uh, Watson from Clemson, yes, Christian McCaffrey, and Derrick Henry from Alabama. Sorry, Christian McCaffrey from Stanford. Uh, all this, all of them have really good seasons. Is is Henry going to walk away with this? I think so. Yes. Does he deserve it? Probably for a longer body of work, yes. Bug. Uh, I mean, I, it's it's it seems like lately when it comes to Alabama and their running backs, I'm so confused. I, I'm starting <laughs> to think it's the same guy. <laughs> last five the years, Trent back, huh? <laughs> you know, but uh, I mean, how could you not give it to? You know the running back from 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 Alabama, the conference he plays in, the numbers he's putting up, and what he's doing to help his team get yeah, to where they are. Without seemingly an NFL type quarterback or anything like that. Exactly, exactly. They're exactly. not they're not loaded like they normally were in, in previous seasons. So it'd be hard to go against Henry. Uh, but if if uh, who 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 would be the second, McCaffrey or Watson? I like McCaffrey. Absolutely, I like what he's doing for his team. The numbers he's putting up. The you know he he in the mid season he was like my top pick. And and people are looking at me like, what do you mean? I, I just seen it coming. The way he plays, the the effort he gives. You know, he's, he's yeah, a, man. He's a really good player. He's, he's all, all, around, all around. All purpose. He's all a great purpose. athlete. Mm-hmm. All purpose. All purpose. So Kick I return, mean, punt return, receiving, running the ball. He's very fun to watch. He threw for a touchdown and but, but, there, but there's no chance that game. there's no chance to any, any uh, the other two besides Henry win the Heisman, right? I don't uh, think so. No. no, it'd be a shock. And if it was, it would just be SEC bias, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, so much for that. And um, a lot of good bowl matchups, uh, but we'll go more over that over the next couple of weeks when we yeah. next week when we yeah. get closer. Got about a month. Yeah, man, for the playoffs. Yeah, and, you know, there's some good bowl matchups, uh, like Auburn and Memphis, Houston, yeah. Florida State. Some good stuff we want to touch on, but we'll touch on that Monday night when we record. Um, but that on that. And um, in, to the NBA, um, you know, not too much has changed. Once again, you know, they're going to flip flop from week to week as they play every four or five games. You know, the five seed, the three seed, back to the five seed, whatnot. You know, the Grizzlies are getting smoked by all the good teams. Good uh, so they jump from they could have been third to sixth. You know, but you know, it it's Golden State, San Antonio, and there's everybody else. So it, it really doesn't matter. I don't see Oklahoma City really competing with these guys. The Grizzlies beat the Pistons. Hmm. Yeah, by one. Yeah, assholes. All right, so. I'm a Piston fan, and I love the Grizzlies. Um, I don't mind that the Grizzlies won, but <sighs> okay. So, um, in the East, I'm gonna point this out, man. I was talking to you earlier, Bug. You know, you got uh, Detroit came in as a 10 seed, right? They're 12 and 10. In the West, they'd be the sixth seed. All right, mm-hmm. Washington's nine and 10, the 11th best record in the East. They'd be a seven seed in the West. That's such a flip flop scenario. As normally the East is like you know five teams are over five hundred, and then the West Everybody is like else. eight teams win fifty games. You know what I mean? But yeah. but times change, man. Right. You know, and um, those teams over in the East are getting better, man. Every year, yes. I can remember like you wouldn't even pay attention to the Eastern Conference playoff race until like the the final part of it. You know, the Eastern Conference final. Even then, it was like boring. To me, you know, but as of lately, I say the last four seasons has been getting better mm-hmm. and better. Some of those playoff series are actually more entertaining than the other ones that you know, like are in the Western Conference. Yeah, because in the West, I think the top heavy teams dominate. Yeah. Exactly. There's, so, there's, there's so many sweeps. There's so many teams that get to relax. There's and, more parody in the East, and, and and I also think with the East being worse 
that handful of years or so, you know, they, they got the higher draft picks. They actually made some good picks. Yeah. Like Washington, for instance, Bradley Bill and Wall. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. just, exactly. just, just l- little spots like that. Yeah. But that, you say that, okay? But I'm going to call off these top teams in the East, okay? Yes. And not disagreeing with you, but there's a little flaw in what you said because Cleveland's a top. They're not a top because of the draft of anything they've done recently, right? Well, no, but they're an exception because they have LeBron. They, okay. They're an exception. That's fine. Uh, Miami. Anything in the draft they've done? No. They just put together no. some good role players and got some good team. Uh, Chicago? No. Right? No. No, because they're always in the playoffs. Indiana had a bad year last year because of Paul George, but he's yeah. he's back being MVP candidate, right? Yeah. They lost Hibbert and got better. But it's got nothing to do with building your team through the draft, you know? Uh, they just, they're just consistently good. Uh, Charlotte is a team that built through the draft. Toronto is not. Atlanta is not. Uh, Orlando. Orlando, Boston, and Detroit are down there. Uh, they've kind of built it. But the top teams did not build themselves through the draft. Yeah. Uh, in the West, however, completely different. Like, once Oklahoma City got their star, and while well, they were in Seattle, but when they moved to Oklahoma City, they've been relevant ever since, and, uh, other than when the, other, the two guys were hurt. Um, Golden State, obviously, the class of the league right now, Man. and they did theirs primarily through the draft. Thompson, Curry, oh, yeah. DeAndre, yeah. Uh, Draymond Green. Uh, phenomenal players, man. Yeah. I mean, just never seen a team like this before, man. And, you know, the best team I ever saw, the 96 Bulls, won 72 games. Uh, and they didn't do it through the draft. They did it by, you know, having the best players yeah. in the league and yeah. um, signing guys like Dennis Rodman, who's the best role player to probably ever play the game, right? Yeah. So, uh, so not saying you're wrong about the draft, yeah. like as far as the East, you know, because they are constantly having worse records and yeah. building, having higher spots. But there's been no real superstars coming out. And no, I think no. that's part being uh, playing one one year in college, one and done. Yeah. And the guys aren't ready yeah. when they come to the no, NBA. There's, yeah. there's, there's, I, I also think for the last handful of years, your superstars have been your superstars and nobody else has emerged. Yeah, man. No one's ready to take that slate. No. I'm going to ask you this, though, as far as an emergence. Uh, is Steph Curry the best player in the league right now? Yes. Because LeBron's the most complete player. He can do the most. He's phenomenal athletically, his size and all that, and what he can do with the basketball. But Steph Curry's the best player right now, yeah, He's right? like 32, yeah. 6, and 5 right yeah. now is what he's averaging. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. And he takes quarters off, man. Like, they're up in fourth quarters. Yeah. And it's like everybody was um like Big Ken was the Pacers are going to knock them off. And, you yeah. know, Mike Greenberg on ESPN, like everybody was like, this is the team that's going to get them. Yeah, no. And, you know, that pissed Golden State off or something. You know yeah. what I mean? They, they feed into that because they're still young. Yeah, they're the only team that I have seen that get that energy and show up every night. The only, like, but, oh, go ahead. Bro. No, no, go ahead, Buck. The only, the, the, this is my thing. The only loss I see in the near, near future is from from what I've seen on the schedule is the Christmas Day matchup, and that's only if if Cleveland is going to be as what they're supposed to be, meaning Kyrie returning yeah. mm-hmm. and things like that. I really think, and 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 that's not me saying that Cleveland is a better team. I just think that what they're doing right now is going to take a healthy Cleveland team to. I think they're what I'm trying to say is their revenge. They yeah, want. They want to beat them. Yeah, absolutely, they want to beat them. And I believe if they're healthy, they they, they want to prove to everybody that hey, this is what it would have been like if we had all our pieces. You know, if, and, no and one, po- if everybody po- wasn't you're hurt. You're possibly right. Is that game in Cleveland on Christmas Day? I'm not sure. Yeah. I just found out about just a few days ago. That yeah, they, that I don't, was one I don't know matchups. where it is. My boy Darnell Fisher, who's my NBA guru, right? Yeah, he told me that I think the game's on the 12th. So that'd be Friday, as we're recording on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. The twelfth, he said the Bucks are going to be the Warriors Saturday. 
Saturday? The 12th is Saturday, yeah. But isn't today the 10th? No, 9th. Okay. Well, Saturday night, the Bucks are in Oakland. All right. That's all right. I'll just edit that out. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> so when I don't know something, that don't get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but um, but he, he says, and he asked me to please say it on the show, and I absolutely will for my guy, um, that the Bucks are going to beat the Warriors and hand them their first loss. The Bucks play tomorrow. I can't remember who it was against. But uh, he had the Bucks beating them, and uh, he said a team like that, and he said because from top to bottom, they're long. Uh, tall, long, and very good defensively, uh, which you can agree with. But I mean, they can't score ninety-five points against bad teams. Mm-hmm. They're playing the Clippers right now. No, oh, the Bucks are. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, uh, who the Warriors play tomorrow? Okay. That's what. That's what I didn't know. Because uh, they play one game before Milwaukee. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, so he said they're long defensively. They'll get at them. But I just. Milwaukee struggles to score 95 points against bad defensive teams. What are you going to do against the best defensive team in the league? You know what I mean? Because everybody gets caught up in the threes and whatnot, man. And and your boy Thompson hit dropped off 10 of them last night, and that was yeah. amazing. But they can get 10 threes from Draymond Green. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, That's why when it's an off game, it's not an off game. The whole team's not, not going to be off. Yeah, man. I the mean, coach can come shoot 10 threes. Yeah, yeah man. Luke Walton's a player, man. You know. Uh, and by the way, they're 23-0, and and every win has gone to Steve Kerr. Yeah. So, do NBA rules, man. That's crazy. First coach of the month to ever not win a game that month that he won the award. That's uh, that's amazing, man. He's the only guy to ever do that. And probably be the only one to ever do that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be Golden State. If you told me, if I went back to the future into the movies, and they went, oh, man, they went 82-0, and 0, man. I'd be like, yeah, well, yeah, I believe it. You know? They're smoking, folks, man. And it's not even close. Teams are getting close. I think they're just dangling the carrot in front of the rabbit, man. You know, I think they keep it close just to have fun. They know they can always come back or make that run. And they should never feel like they can't. Yeah, it never phases. Um, This stat last week I heard may have changed over the last week, but at one point over the weekend, uh, Steph Curry was 4 for 10. Now, just to put this in perspective, half court is 45 feet, right? Mm -hmm. He's 4 for 10 from 35 feet and beyond. All right, the rest of the league is four for a hundred. Now that includes last second heaves, yeah, you know all that good stuff. But whatever, it's percentages man, are still look percentages. Here. When dude gets to half court, he's pulling. He's oh, he's a weapon as soon as he gets the ball, man. Yeah, no, you man, you you, you got you got to get on him. But really that's crazy, man. We're not gonna spend too much time because Golden State's running away with this. Yeah. San Antonio will get together and be competitive, but right now it's tough to say anybody is <coughs> going to beat the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. No, man, but I would love I just love to see the Spurs versus them. Yeah, man, and we in, will. In, in, a, in a series, of course. We will. Yeah. We will. I mean. That's the two best teams. In the, the only West. team they can compete with San Antonio is Oklahoma City because they can put up a lot of points. But they don't play defense. No. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll take Popovich in a series like that. Of yeah. that magnitude, man. You know, you, you know Popovich, when he gets mad, they get better. Mm-hmm. And uh, losing that game seven in the first round last year to a, yeah. the freaking Clippers, man. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, no. Nah, not sitting well. I'm going to bring this up. So, last episode, Tim, uh, you, CJ, and myself, we sat here, and we kind of talked about the tanking, right, in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had different theories on it, all plausible, all all made sense, right? We just didn't all agree on the tanking, right? Um, I'm not going to bring up CJ's argument because he's not here to defend himself. But, um, so, over the last couple days, as you know, the NBA stepped in on this tanking issue, and made the Sixers, they appointed him Jerry Colangelo, okay, to be, uh, what is it, uh, 
consultant, right? Yeah. Of some sort. All right. Um, and because this is what they're saying, they're saying the league's saying, "Look, man, you guys aren't even trying." And when we have y'all come into our building, the fans aren't paying to see y'all play. So you're costing us money now. And now, and not only are you putting on a bad product of basketball, which they are. Yes. Um, they're, no one wants to pay to see them. They're D-League players, man. And, and Yeah, man. They're not NBA guys, man. It's, it, it's not fair for the head coach, for sure. Did you hear Popovich, his uh, rant the other night? Uh-uh. Well, he went off, man. He After the, after they beat him, because I think he said Ginobili, he said Duncan. Kawhi Leonard may may have said also all he played was Parker I believe and they still beat him by like twenty something points. How they beat him by fifty one? To my Philadelphia, yes, yeah, man, they beat him by fifty one. Was it that much? Yeah, I, I knew it was double digits. I just saw, yeah, I just man. glanced over and saw. But man, he went on a rant just talking about how how awful their players were. It's not fair to the coach, you know, because it's going, yeah. it's looking at him uh-huh. like he's a bad coach. He can't do yeah. it. And of course, he came from Popovich, so that's kind of like yeah, he may be defensive of his guy. Yeah. But you know, I was talking to Darnell about this earlier, and I was saying. Um, that no coach is going to want to go there because no. they're not putting out a good product. If you go to Philadelphia, you'll never get another head coaching job. Yeah, but hey, I do think it's funny he spoke up like that. Now all of a sudden, somebody was appointed to them. Like, yeah, man, it is funny. Like, man. Like, like, like the league is like, okay, hold on, Popovich is you know, like I tried to tell, something. like I tried to tell our boy Joel, man, you cannot mess with somebody who's got clout. No. Okay, pick your battles <laughs> well, man. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, man, you gotta. But I, I just think it's funny because last week we talked about the tanking issue. Yeah. And uh, I'm totally against it. I hate it, right? Yeah. I think restructure the whole lottery system. Yeah. Uh, but I would like to abandon that as much as possible. I, I just can't understand uh, being content with losing. Man. Yeah. You know? yeah, no. I just I, – I can't do it, man. And uh, that, Well, that should lead us right to the Grizzlies where when they fall down 10 to 15 points – They give up, They man. give up. But only against the good teams now. They started playing better, right? They were 3-6 and six when they traded for Chalmers. Yep. All right, and now they're 13-10 uh, and 10 after the win over Detroit, which is a good win. Uh, you know, Detroit's got a good starting lineup. They're a tough team, but uh, they're not – they can't – they shouldn't be beating teams like the Grizzlies anyway, right? No. That's projected going into the season. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but – they fall down and they always bounce back well. They're five and one on uh the second night of back to backs. So that's impressive in itself. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, that's that's a win against Detroit. Tough win. They you know, beat teams like Minnesota and, you know, things like that. But you play San Antonio, they smoke you on TNT. You play uh Oklahoma City last night, they roll you out of your own building. You get booed. Uh, Golden State, Cleveland, the 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 four elite teams that we would say, even Atlanta, who came in here a week and a half ago. Beat us by twenty. Yeah, man. And and but you know, you look at the final score and you're like, Oh, it's a whatever it was, fifteen to twenty point yeah, victory. No, it looks awful. But man. the Grizzlies were up ten or eleven at one point. Yeah. So that's a thirty point turnaround. Yeah. You know man. what I mean? It's ridiculous. Ridiculous, man, but it's all about perspective. And you know, the thing is, the Grizzlies are what they are, man. Yes. You know, they're they're a good team, but they're not going to beat the great teams. Nope. You know, that's and, why uh, we need to break it up. That's why you got to break it up, man. Get Tony Allen ass out of there, man. Um, man, I'd like to see him and Zebo. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I, I know we had this conversation earlier where we, we discussed uh, Zebo. Nobody probably going to want him, or we wouldn't receive anything that would probably benefit us. Yeah, to get us better. I just know. When that stretch four is out there, he he hurts his own defense, and at the same time, where he should be overpowering or going to work versus that stretch four on the other end to make up for it, he does not. Yeah. He's, he's set on for a jump he shot, man. He's a liability, man. If he, if you could play him a fewer minutes, you'd be good. Yes, uh, like I think when Brenner when Brandon Wright gets back, 
back, it'll help things yeah. out. You know what I mean? You'll yeah. get more athletic in the front court. But until then, man, there's no chance that they beat uh, no Thunder Spurs or Warriors in a seven game series. No, May not, not even not. win two games. No, because uh, we we play too, Tony Allen too much. I mean, as as great as he is on defense, he's just as awfully bad on offense. He's a great individual defender. He's not a very good team defender, man. He leaves the rest of his team hanging, man, because he likes to gamble and. uh you just can't do that on a team def- like like he's solid like he's like right, go go um you know go guard Kobe or whatever right go guard Carmelo you know I know he's 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 locked in he's in his zone he's on that but you're like all right man you got Danny Green tonight all right uh why are you doubling you know uh splitter you know what yeah. I mean or whatever you know it don't matter players are on the same team it don't matter I'm just using examples no. so like what are you doing over here man you know and now what do you know wide open corner three for yeah. somebody you know yeah. that's and. And then at the other end, it's four on five because nobody guards him. No, there's no reason to guard him. Exactly. You know what I mean? So what, when he was at Oklahoma State, he had he could score points. I remember when they beat the Tigers by thirty and yes. uh, Rodney Carney and them beat them by thirty in the tournament. Man, that was embarrassing. And he goes to the NBA and he can't even make layups. He's getting worse. Yeah. Man, it's frustrating, man. I'm, I'm done talking about the Grizzlies today. Uh, Tim? I don't um, do it. I don't do it. I don't even stress myself. <laughs> I don't. Well, football season, we shouldn't even be worried about the NBA, man. But, you know, I get fired up because I care. Yeah. But uh, each, 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 normally we record on Monday. Today we're recording on Wednesday, so it'll probably drop on Friday. But I post on social media on both Facebook, Twitter, and my sports group, all that good stuff. Um, any questions that you would like to ask me for me to answer on my show, uh, I, I, I get a lot of good ones, and I apologize for the ones I didn't get to, uh, but I uh, choose five, because some of them will get touched on later in the show, so I didn't want to kind of, uh, you know, talk about something twice when I could just done it once and, and uh, put in another question. So, we're going to go five questions. Normally, my best friend CJ's here to ask me, but, uh, you know, he's not here, so uh, my brother from the same mother, Tim, uh, let's go. What you got? All right. Uh, does the NFL need to be more strict on concussion protocol? Spencer Calvert. Uh, my boy Sprint, man, you know, I just don't, I even asked you this. I replied with, I don't, I don't know how you can be more strict. It seems to be inconsistent, right? Like, uh, sometimes they rush on the field, sometimes they don't. <clears throat> if it's late in the fourth quarter, they don't seem to, they seem to sit back a little, which I think they should, man. You know, uh, but it's hard to be more strict and not hurt the team. Cause just cause you get hit in the head doesn't mean you get a concussion. You know what I mean? I understand being safe, man, but taking out your, taking out Cam Newton, at the end of that Saints game, would have ended their perfect season, you know. Yeah, it's, and, uh, not, it's not happening. And he looked fine. So, uh, next question: uh, Are the Seahawks peaking? Chuck Warren. Absolutely, man. They right now they're probably the most dangerous team in the NFC next to Carolina. Well, with Arizona having their injuries like they always do, yes. uh, even though Arizona looks good. Uh, but they're probably the most dangerous team, man, because they rolled Minnesota, man. And yeah. I did not see that coming. No, not at all, man. At Minnesota, wasn't at, it? Yeah, man. Peterson, 18 yards. I mean, they locked in. Oh, I know. It killed me on fantasy. Wilson, it, yeah, it cost me uh, my playoff berth. Uh, that not playing the Eagles defense, which I don't regret. But anyways, <laughs> um, they're absolutely peaking. And uh, they could win out. And they'll probably play the winner of the NFC East. So they'll be playing in the second round more than likely. Next question. Uh, is Aaron Rodgers better with fill-in players than Tom Brady, Rex Absol- Manning? Absolutely not. Uh, Aaron Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are two best quarterbacks over the last ten years, right? And but <clears throat> when Aaron Rodgers gets depleted on his staff, his he falls off. Okay, now when Brady loses Gronk, the best player in the league that's not a quarterback, yeah, yes. him and JJ Watt, right? 
When he loses him, yeah, he struggles, okay? I've said it before. Gronk is as important to Brady as Brady is to the Patriots. One without the other, they're not winning the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you, Jordy Nelson, who's a phenomenal wide receiver, uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't finding somebody to take his place. All right, He's struggled. He's had a couple good games, but he hasn't. To me, he's not even the second-best quarterback in the league anymore. Next question. Uh, should the Browns part ways with Johnny Football? Absolutely, they but they're not going to. They're going to part way with their coach again. Uh, and I'm going to touch on. Unfortunately, I am going to touch on the Browns here in a few minutes because they're pissing me off uh, as a franchise. But um, yes, part ways. Even though they're not going to, they're going to part ways with their coach. Next question. All right, this is a two part question for Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Uh, has he turned the corner and ready to be the face of the league? And B celebrations are they harmless, fun, or horrible sportsmanship? Big pun. All right. Um, well, first off, yes, he's ready to be the face of the league. All right. Uh, he's a dynamic player, the most dynamic player in the NFL. Uh, he's, he, he, he's charismatic. He's fun to watch. He's fun to watch celebrate. Nothing's inappropriate to me. And to see where he's came from, because uh, you used to see the Panthers struggle, and he'd have the towel over his head. And he wasn't sad. That's just how he was. But he changed that. He adapted, right? Uh, and now you look at him, he's – He's throwing the ball downfield to who? You know, if Ted Ginn has decent hands, yeah. what they score sixty points. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even if, even if it's the Saints, sixty points in the NFL is amazing, and um, it just don't seem like enough time for that. But but if you look at his talent and what he does with them, he's absolutely ready to be the face. Now another question should be: Is the league ready for him? And they are not. No, they need him. Okay, yeah. he'd be great, but they're not going to do it. Uh, and his celebrations are fun and hilarious. And I, anyone that calls him inappropriate is just a square. All right, and I'm getting tired of people blocking the balls he's trying to give to the kids. Man, yeah. that's the type of thing you need. You know, you want to focus on your Greg Hardys, you want to focus on your guys Ray Rice's and whatnot to get in trouble. You want to focus on Johnny Manziel. How does Johnny Manziel get more playtime during the week than Cam Newton? All right, for partying, for drinking beer. Right for being a college kid in the NFL, which is fine. He can do his thing, uh, whatever. But that's getting more. Uh, let's give him another opportunity. Cam hasn't ever been caught up. Cam's been a winner at every level he's ever been at. All right, he is ready to be the face. He's the best player uh, going to be in the NFL for the next five years. And um, NFL needs to get ready now. They're going to try to. They'll probably try to do something to. To uh, I'm throwing up quotations. Humble him. Cam is ready to be the guy. The league. The league is ready for him. The league don't want him. Yeah. Is that it for the five questions? Yeah. All right, man. That was fun. I appreciate everyone that participated. Once again, I'm sorry for the questions I couldn't get to. Um, but I post every Monday. Um, get to your replies, please. And um, I, I definitely try to get to them and acknowledge you for your question on the air. Uh, right now, I'm going to take a commercial break. We're going to take a quick 30. And um, I'll be back on the other side. Hi. I'm Claren. I'm a worker elf at Santa's Workshop. I make minimum wage and work long hours. My family is on the verge of coming apart at the seams. My wife and I speak in single word exchanges three to four times a day. I don't want to make your toys, but Amazon does. Amazon, everything from A to Z. Music, movies, gaming, appliances, apparel. Heck, you can buy a comb that looks like a switchblade knife on there. Get all your Christmas shopping done at Amazon. Since you're already in a giving mood, I'd like to ask you to give back to the OM Network. Go to theoamnetwork.com slash Amazon. Same Amazon products, same Amazon prices. But the Amazon sends a percentage right on over to OM. You can buy an Adele CD and give back to OM. An Apple Watch. 
and give back to own. A hairbrush that looks like a switchblade knife and give back to own. That's the OEMnetwork.com slash Amazon. Same great deals, same great prices. Well, better get back to work. Please don't make me have to work any harder. All right, now we're back. Now, I told you I was going to touch on the Browns before we get into the good stuff because it, it frustrates me, the instability, right? Uh, of franchises like Dallas gets a lot of slack for it Uh, the Raiders got a lot of slack for it the Redskins and deservingly so but I'm going to bring up the Cleveland Browns all right who if you include their interim uh Terry Robuski back in 04 right they've had eight coaches since 1999 when they came back into the league because you know they left the league in 95 and became the Baltimore Ravens and the league gave their team back back in 99 and they've been to the playoffs once um so you change coaches on average every other year, literally. Okay, sixteen seasons, eight coaches. That's every other year. Okay, now Belichick was there for uh, four years, I think ninety three to ninety six, I think something like that. Uh, Marty Schottenheimer back in eighty four to eighty eight was there five years, and you gotta go back to the eighties to find that kind of stability. And when they were competitive, Bernie Kosar yeah. and Ernest Biner and all that good stuff. But eight coaches, and now now Johnny Manziel. He's the starting quarterback this week. We touched on this a little bit earlier, Tim. He's the starting quarterback this week. Um, but it's not because that's what the coach wants. The coach no. doesn't even want to play him. No. You know what I mean? But the coach will be fired. They'll bring in somebody else, and they'll fire him next year. And um, You know, that's just an awful organization. Total it's guy. horribly ran. Yeah. They should hire Jerry Colangelo. Yes. You know what I mean? Because they're not tanking. They're just horrible. Yeah. They're it's, terrible. It, it's one thing when you lose on purpose. It's one thing when you're never, ever competitive. And, you know, you could chalk it up over the years to uh, the competitive division, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Good yeah. teams all the time, right? Yeah. So you could chalk that up. Okay. But this is what you – this is the product you put on the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? You 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 fired a coach after one year. Yeah, no 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 chance. One year, man. I do not understand it, man. But you know they will always be the Browns. Yeah. Garbage. They'll always be the Browns, and um, you know Johnny Manziel is a mistake, and he'll he'll run his way out the league here soon. He'll probably come back when he's old, and it'll be too late. I don't. I, yeah, I don't understand why the hoopla are coming out anyway. Like, you because he you, beat Alabama. I mean. I mean, I, I mean, he I mean, was I a good, he was a good player in and college. And he had a nickname. He had a flashy little nickname. He was a good player in college. But but we all know that running around doesn't work in the NFL. Never, never works. All that rinky dink. I guess just running he around did a little boy. better than Tebow, but I really never seen the difference. in I was yeah, like, I okay. saw the difference. Tebow was amazing. Te- yeah, there you go. Tebow was a winner. I said Tebow was a football player, and yeah. Tebow's a good man off the field. And that's what was trying. That was what was confusing me. I'm like, okay, you're not giving Tebow a chance. But no, you keep giving us this guy here, or talk about giving us because I, I mean, yeah. how, how long has he been in the league? This is his second year. Okay, it seems third like, year. I think third year, maybe. Oh, I mean, how long have they been getting him prepared? He's not getting himself prepared. It might be a second year. That's the problem because uh, the coaches don't even want to play him. They wanted to play Austin Davis. You know, if yeah. anybody wants to play Austin Davis. Who looked okay with the Rams last year and all that good stuff. Yeah, I like the way he plays. But if you're willing to play Austin Davis over your first-round pick, yeah, what's that say about your first-round pick, man? Because coaches I, know more about the football than the front office. And that's proven by how the organization yeah, no, ran. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the coach was able to get one more week out of it before before upper management made him start. Yeah, man, they made man, him. Man, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? But it's not his call. If I were him, you know, you know your season's up, man. You just – you just got to be professional and get on as an assistant. You'll never head coach anywhere else ever again. Yeah. All, because, all, right. all because you took a Browns job. All because you took the – I mean, nobody else wanted it. 
You know what I mean? That's because like, it's a career killer, man. I think they called me. I saw it on my caller ID. I didn't even call him back. But because uh, they saw how phenomenal I was on Madden. And I was like, I don't know. but I haven't even never seen anyone play with the Browns on Madden. I don't even know what the Browns look like unless I'm playing against them on Madden. They got a fan. It's Jerry the King Waller. Okay? So, oh, yeah. you know, but, you know, they don't have a fan that was born past 1985. And, um... You know, Jerry Lawler does love the Cleveland Browns. But we man. saw footage the other day when they lost that game to Baltimore, how passionate the fans were. Like, they're tired of losing. Yeah. Even a meaningless game like that, they wanted to win it. Yeah, no, man. Kudos to the crowd, man, because they're showing up. They are, man. They're, they're, respect, this is being from Memphis. Yeah. Respecting a city like that that don't have money to throw away. You know what I mean? And uh, you, you got to respect that. But that's enough time on the Browns. Uh, we're going to hop to where it counts. Like I say every week, man, this is where the big boys play. And – uh. Uh, so, New England lost to the Eagles, right? Yep. Uh, tough loss. Very. You, you get beat on. You know, I say this. I say this all the time. I've always said it. Football. There's three facets to the game, right? Special teams, offense, defense. Just win at two thirds of them. You know what I mean? Yep. Because the Patriots' defense is a, is a championship type defense, right? Yeah. So. Just a couple touchdowns they put up, but special teams defense, that's how you got to beat teams like the Patriots. Yeah. If you just think you're going to line up and beat them, well, then you, you're on something else that's not even you know legit. You're playing you're playing Madden on rookie. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, that's not going to happen. you got to do that. And you can't take away from a team, especially a team that everybody thought had quit. Yes. You yep. know what I mean? Including myself. I said they wouldn't win one more game the rest of the season. Glad I'm wrong. Not me. Yeah, you didn't. You called it. You know what I mean? But, you know, how'd that Florida pick work out for you? Not so <laughs> swell. <laughs> but, it, but it is what it is, man. Like I said, you're going to beat teams like this. When when a team is better than you, you got to pull out all tricks, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't apologize because you had to return a punt, block a punt, yeah. return no. an interception. You <laughs> did what you had to do to win the football game. Points are points. They are, man. That's it. Points of points. And, uh, you know, so anyways, that loss dropped the Patriots down to thirst, third. Thirst okay. Team. Now, everyone's – I know you're ready to jump in on this bug. <laughs> I'm going to get to you in a second. Yeah. Uh, you know, every, everyone's kind of freaking out. Oh, man, they're the third. It, it, they control their own destiny because yeah. Cincinnati and Denver play, right? Uh, yeah. And both of them teams, Cincinnati and Denver, both play Pittsburgh the next two weeks. So – Patriots just got to hold it down. Uh, the Patriots have at Houston, which is a tough game, but, yeah. you know, they should beat them. Winnable. Titans at the Jets and then Miami. So, 3-1, and one, right? You got to say, you know, they're already going to win the Houston division. or the Jets, I would say. Yeah, more than likely, but you just never know, man. Uh, when's Gronk coming back? We don't know, right? Yeah. That matters. Uh but I think speaking to the is he better than Aaron Rodgers with <laughs> fill-in players? I th- I think last week was his first week, first week without Gronk. Give him a week or two with practice and everything, and he's he's just going to be right. Gonna, yeah. It doesn't matter who it, it is. There's somebody that's going to you know be able to. I, I, Ch- I, Chan- Chandler's going to be huge. I understand that this is the, the NFL, but. It's crazy, like how how things been going for him. You know what I'm saying? He's just look up every week, and it's just been main pieces. It is to this ship. You but know none, what I'm saying? Other than Gronk, none of those players are elite players. No, that, that's no. why it no, doesn't no, matter. No, 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 no. You know, when you're playing the Patriots, you're like, like as a lot of Eagle fans were boasting about the victory. I don't understand. Like, be proud. Yeah, but come yeah. on, man, don't talk smack to the best team in the league, right? Yeah. So, no. well, uh, I say it like this though: when you play the Patriots, if Brady's playing and Belichick's on the sidelines. You're beating the Patriots if you beat them because nothing else really yeah. matters, right? No. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, they're the Patriots. You can't be uh, next man up, which is their thing, and it works for them. 
But then when you lose, be like, oh, it's because we're hurt. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean, no. you just got to take it. You know what I mean? Well, exactly, and that's that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I mean, it's that on that. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't no. a conference loss. And like I said, Denver and Cincinnati play each other, so just win three out of four, and you yeah. and you probably slip into the second seed at worst. Yeah. Uh, but but you would like that buy. Oh yeah, you but want more, that buy. More importantly than the buy. You want Gronkowski back. I want yes. Gronkowski you know, back. But I that's really, why that buy is more crucial if you're still waiting on a real timetable to I get him I got a feeling that. Gronk could play right now if he wanted to. I'm sure. You know, it's, I mean, just a bruise, a it's just a bruised knee. Yeah, man. You know, there's no reason to waste him out there, man. Especially Houston, Tennessee. No, yeah. Come on, man. Bring him back for the Jets if you need to win the game. But if you can't beat Tennessee without Gronkowski, yeah. then if at that point we I, may have a, a bigger issues in the We may need situation. to call somebody yeah. for sure. So, um, so Cincinnati, Denver, one and two. New England, three. Indianapolis and Houston are both six and six, so they're the winner of that division will get in. Yeah, uh, my Kansas City Chiefs have won six in a row, and they're sitting at the five seed. The Jets and the Pittsburgh are seven and five, so two of those three teams will probably get in. Buffalo's at six and six; uh, they're sitting right out there on, on the cusp. They got a big game this week in Philadelphia, uh, but I, right now I would say Kansas City Pittsburgh would probably be the best two teams to get into that wild card. Yeah, would you take Pittsburgh over the Jets, Bug? I would, yeah, yeah. Even though the Jets, uh, the Jets, I, I have to be honest, you know, and I'm, I'm definitely besides, I, well, I don't like either team in New York, but I definitely don't like the Jets. I but, hate the Jets, yeah. but I gotta give them their props. Todd Balls, man, that, that very good coach, man, very good coach, and the defense is no punk either. No, nah, man, it's not. Saying. Defense is good, and it'll be better when they get Revis back. Yeah. But you had Todd Bowles in your staff. Yes. I had him on my staff, and now here we are. Right? And Arizona had him on his staff, and he got that defense yeah, ready. And then all of a sudden you still see He did, but Arizona's still rolling. That's like, what I said. No, they you don't still have see. any regrets passing him up. No, no, I'm saying you still, because he was the defensive coordinator there, you yeah. still see where he set that up yeah. for success. Uh, you it, still it, see the foundation yeah, His fingerprints are all over that, man. So. But he's a very good coach. No, like, I'm going to bring this up, man. Brandon Marshall is a beast, right? Yes, Some man. of the simplest plays, the ball lands on the ground. But dude is a beast, man. He's the first player to ever have uh, 1,000 yards for four different teams, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's great. I don't mm-hmm. care what you say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because who was his quarterback in Miami? Who was the quarterback there when he was in Miami? Because I, I couldn't remember because he's had Cutler in Denver and Chicago. He's got Fitzpatrick. And who was the Miami quarterback before Tannehill? I can't think of it off top. Jay Moore? Jay Moore? You no. talking about Matt Moore? Matt Moore, yeah. I don't think it was Matt Moore. It was mm-hmm. before Matt Moore. Well, who the hell was it, man? I don't know, man. We've, we've had 30 of them since Dan Marino. Well, so, well, you know, that's valid, man. But, you know, man. come on, man. You let, you let me down here. But anyways, so Brandon Marshall's been this beast, right? Like, he's, there was a play this year. I don't remember who they played. I think they were playing Buffalo. Uh, someone intercepted Fitzpatrick because, you know, that's what Fitzpatrick does. He likes to turn the ball over. And he hunted him down and ripped the ball right back yeah. and took it the other way. It's just he's a great football player. He works hard. I don't personally like him mm-hmm. for some reason. It's just something about him I just don't like. But uh, a beast of a player, man. And he never gets mentioned when the people talk about the top receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but he his name should be mentioned uh, around the top five or so. I would think off the top of my head. But as uh, so so I'm gonna go over this. Uh, Kansas City, the Jets, and Pittsburgh are all at seven and five. Kansas City has San Diego, right? What the hell does that say? At Baltimore, maybe. Uh, Baltimore, Cleveland, and Oakland, right? And uh, so you can see the Chiefs going four and zero, right? I was just about to yes. say they don't have nobody left. They don't have nobody left. Jets have Tennessee at Dallas, New England, and at Buffalo. So two and two, maybe. Yeah, you know what I mean. Steelers, 
at Cincinnati, home to Denver, at Baltimore and Cleveland. They could go two and two. So I almost say three and one in there. Well, but but but, but, the, but the Cincinnati system. and Denver will be favored, yeah. more than likely. Of course, right? of course yes, of course. Or, or it could go the other way. <laughs> yeah, mean, and one, 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 three, they're one, not going to lose to Cleveland. Okay, no. yeah. we'll mark that off, right? Uh, but at worst, two and two, maybe three and one. But Cincinnati and Denver on paper are both better teams. Uh, and but I'll Kansas City, Pittsburgh getting to the playoffs. Buffalo on the outskirt uh, at Philadelphia, at Washington, Dallas. And the Jets, so probably two and two for them as well. Yeah. Uh, so eight and eight won't get you in in the AFC. Um, NFC, we're gonna switch the picture. Uh, Carolina's twelve and zero. They got Atlanta at the Giants at Atlanta, Tampa Bay. They going sixteen and zero. Yes. Or is Tampa gonna get them? Tampa's gonna be their tough, toughest. Is it at Tampa? No. Then no. The only road game they have uh, at the Giants and at Atlanta. Absolutely not. Well, did you did you know that in that game with seventy five seconds left, the Giants are going to win? Okay, because apparently someone brought up some unimportant stat that the Giants would be ten and two right this year mm-hmm. if every game ended with seventy five seconds left. Okay, so that's a minute fifteen seconds, right? Yeah. So they, if, they if they every game ended there, they'd be ten and two, but they're five and seven. How the hell do you take away? From their ability to lose, win. like how are you giving them something? Like they're right there. Like yeah, no, they're no. not. They're losing. They're blowing leads. They're mismanaging play clocks. You know what I mean? They're they're yeah. they're no. not winning. They're doing what bad football teams do. They get penalties. They've lost five games in the last two minutes. They're doing a good that's job. That's how I look losing. at it. Yeah, yeah. Five games in the last two minutes. That's that's just unacceptable. And that has to go down to coaching, coaching and quarterback, man. Yeah, that's you know. So would you say it's fair to say it's time for a change in New York? Time for yes. a change. It's been time for it. I would say so. It's. I think it's running. I think its after course. they last, I, I, as far as the coach goes, yeah, I don't. I know think about after both. he last is, won his last ring, I don't understand why he didn't. You know, retire. Yeah, retire. Dude's yeah. going to coach till his grave, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah I he can just see that. Like, I he, see you know, that. he was in third grade, probably coaching eighth yeah. graders. You know what I mean? Like he just, you know, I loved. I, I like Tom. Cotton. I have a lot of respect. Yeah, for him. he reminds me of our dad if he were a coach <laughs> for some reason. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know why, but every time I see that look, like he has that look on his face. Did you really just do that? Yeah. <laughs> Did you really just punt to Deshaun no, Jackson? I think he played like high school football with Lambo. I don't know, but I know he's coached Lombardi for 30 years. or whatever his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I love that info from the streets, man. Yeah, Lombardi yeah. or whatever his Lombardi name is. Lombardi or whatever his name yeah, is. What's his face? He coached Atlanta. Uh, but anyways, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so so I, I, it's hard to say a team's going to finish undefeated, but Carolina 12-0 and and not very tough competition. Uh, Arizona's 10-2. Uh, they play – Excuse me. They play Minnesota at home this week. Okay, they play Minnesota Thursday home this week night. on Thursday night. So that'll be tomorrow. So the, the outcome of this game will already be determined when this uh, show gets released. But we're going to go over the games anyway. We're only going to go over the games that have playoff implications. Okay. okay. Uh, Minnesota at Arizona. Bug, who you got? Minnesota at Arizona. I'm going to go with Arizona. Arizona. No reason not to go with Arizona. Buffalo at Philadelphia. Sean McCoy back home, but I'm, he's got nothing to say. To Chip has not doesn't have anything to say to him. I'm going with Philadelphia on this one for a simple fact. I think that um, Buffalo has this thing, like their coach, he does this a lot, where they get the they they put attention on other things that 
They're over dramatic, is what you're saying. Yeah, it takes away from the focus of the of what you absolutely. should be. Absolutely. So you got Philly. Yeah, what I you got? got? Well, think if you took him over the Patriots, you got to take him against Buffalo, right? They're at home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take Philly. <laughs> he's a Dolphin fan, of course. He's gonna <laughs> yeah, just pick against the AFC East. I'm figuring you out, man. Yeah, that'll uh, work. I'll take Philadelphia as well. Um, I, I think the defense is playing better. Yeah. Like I said. Win two out of three phases, you can win the football game against yeah. a team that's not better than you, but they're not worse than you either. Bradford six and three in his last nine games, or six and two, something like that. Yeah, five and two, mm-hmm. five and two in games that he started and completed. Oh, Bradford's back. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you missed that one, buddy. Yeah, that's what the working life will do to you. So, uh, so we all got Philadelphia. We all got Arizona. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. I got Cincinnati. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Healthy band. Uh, screw Dalton, man. BB gun looking ass. Wait right. a minute. Ben's back? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> he threw five touchdowns or something Sunday. I don't know. I thought he was like coming off the bench or something. <laughs> he did nah. like two or three weeks ago. Yeah, man. That was just for show, though. Yeah. So, yeah, Ben Ben's back. All okay. the weapons are going. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. <laughs> I, hold on. Wait, wait. Seriously, seriously. I've been working this stuff, and so I, I, my, my information is very, very – I know the running back's gone. Yeah. yeah. And D'Angelo's been doing a great job. Doing a great job. All the receivers are there. The defense is a little banged okay. up. Okay. The only problem was is I thought that Ben was hurt. Yeah. So Ben's no, not hurt. Well, hold on. Ben's always hurt. Yeah. But he's well, playing. Of course. Okay. But you know what I'm saying. He's yeah, not. No, he was out two he's weeks ago. He's not Romo or nothing. So we all got Pittsburgh. Gotcha. All right. Washington at Chicago. Chicago. Hmm. It's tough, man. Yeah. Chicago. I'll about to roll with Chicago. I'll go with Chicago as well. Uh, we already touched on Atlanta, Carolina. Uh, do you think Oakland can put up enough points to beat Denver in Denver? No. Me either. As, I'm like last week. I'm. I'm just not inclined to go. If with you Oakland. don't get Denver out of Denver, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a problem in the AFC. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this: uh, Let's say you roll. Let's say Denver holds on to the tops. You know, a bye, whatever, one or two. Um, and Peyton Manning's ready to go. He says, "Coach, I'm ready to play." Mm-hmm. Who's your quarterback in the playoffs? I'm going with Peyton Manning. You got to go with Peyton Manning. I mean, Osweiler. Definitely Brock Osweiler, man. You go to Peyton Manning, you are one and done. And as I'll go over my Peyton Manning, my weekly Peyton Manning bashing segment, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Dallas at Green Bay. Green Bay? Green Bay. I'm going to take Dallas. Uh, New England at – no, this isn't reverse psychology, okay, at all. Because I – first time in my life – not the first time, but – I rooted for Dallas hard Monday, right? Like, I'm going for you. You know what I mean? Every play, I'm like, oh, that's a catch. Yeah, that, was kind of, that was kind of rough to see, but and, I do understand. No, it was a horrible game. But I watched it, and I had my rooting interest, and I'm like, oh, man, that was a catch. And I'm like, this is what it's like to be a Cowboy fan. I know it's not a catch. I'm going to say it's a catch anyway until <laughs> the review comes back. You know, even then, then I'm going to post on Facebook that I disagree, right? So it was kind of cool being a Cowboy fan for the night, and uh, but I needed them to win, you know, I've needed him to win before, and I'm like, all right, man, I need Dallas to win the game. All right, and I'm like, come on, Dallas, come on, Dallas. You know, and like uh, Romo will throw a pick. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, Q, no, 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 no. <laughs> you need Dallas to win. But but anyways, big uh, big win for them last week, and I got them going against Green Bay this week. Like I said, uh, the depleted offense, Green Bay has no running game. They have good running backs. They don't have a running game. Who is Dallas' quarterback? Matt Castle. Matt Castle. Oh. Yeah, but Dallas' defense looks good, man, and – um. It's tough, man. If they can keep it under 20 points, they can win the game. Uh, we all got the Patriots versus Houston. Patriots. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the Giants at the Dolphins on Monday Night Football. Big game for the Giants. 
I got the Giants. The Giants are dangerous always this time of year. Dolphins. Yeah, I'm I'm torn, man. I'll go with uh I'll go with the Giants because I picked them to win the East. But um, uh, I like how ESPN is building up the star receivers Landry and Beckham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Instead of focusing on Eli and yeah, no. Tannehill, that's boring. Yeah. Uh, so so let me ask you guys this: Who is going to win the NFC East? It's the worst division in football. But right now it's the most exciting because it's really Minnesota and Green Bay are tied up uh, top the North. But nobody really thinks Minnesota is going to beat Green Bay. They played the last week of the year. Green Bay is going to win that division, right? So uh, who's going to win the East? And I'm going to go over the remaining schedules. Washington, all right, who by tiebreaker is first. I'm going to go in a descending order from first to last. Washington has Chicago, Buffalo at home, at Philadelphia, at Dallas. Philadelphia, so what will you see Washington going? Two and two, one and three. Mm-hmm. Right? I got Washington. Um, I say two and two. Two and two. Okay, we got them losing to Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Philadelphia, um, Buffalo, Arizona at home, Washington at home, and then at the Giants. Mm. You get, y'all got the toughest schedule. No, we do not. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Arizona's tough. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of it's not. Uh, good teams. Not better. The Eagles aren't better than the other teams, but the other teams aren't better than them. Is what it's I'm. It's kind of hard to call. I'm gonna go with two and two again. I'll go three and one. Uh, then they'll probably slip up. But I'm going off last week. Everybody thought you quit. You show up and play like you did. And you beat yeah. the best team in the league. I don't see any reason why they're gonna lay down three straight have, home games you, too. You have to get energy from that. Uh, the New York Giants have at Miami, Carolina. <clears throat> excuse me, at Minnesota and uh, Philadelphia. Mm. One and three, maybe. One and three. Yeah, it's quite possible. If, if not, oh and four. <laughs> and, that's and, that's, pretty and that's probably dependent on the game Monday night. And then Dallas has at Green Bay, the Jets at Buffalo and Washington. Now one and three. Now, 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 now Dallas is one game behind the other three, mm-hmm. so they pretty much got to go four and zero oh to because they got to catch up the game. Yeah, and hope for tiebreaker, all types of stuff. So one they, and three. <laughs> you, you may be right, man. They won one game without Romo. There's no reason to think it goes otherwise. That's what I'm trying to figure out. What, what, what is what is going to change? Really, they're, they're probably for sure zero and four out almost. Yeah, man. I mean, they got the toughest road. I mean, they definitely they definitely have proved to us that that's how they rock without Romo. Let me ask you this, because they were saying, let's say by chance Dallas wins out, wins the division, gets in. Right? They're saying Romo could be ready, but if you win five straight games with Matt Castle. Do you put Romo back into the lineup? No, no. Is, it, I mean, it's t- it's tough to say, but I would is t- this a tougher decision than Denver? Like this one scenario I proposed yes. earlier. Yes. Here's here's my thing. After what I've gone through with Romo, I mean, even if you do for some miracle, and the moon turns and spins and all of that, and they make the playoffs, you're not going to go nowhere. Yeah, you you don't have you're not. I mean, you're even dead. with Tony Romo, even with Tony Romo. So I'm what I'm the, what I'm the point I'm trying to make is get him healthy, man. I mean, he's he's had a very 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 horrible year when it comes to injuries. He's broken that collarbone three times now. Three times. Well, I they shouldn't mean, have brought him back at the first one. I said that exactly. Get him healthy. Yeah, get no, him healthy. I think they rushed him back on. You're that. You're rushing him back. You're trying to you know win and this. Now, and do it. I would say he probably rushed himself. I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready, coach. Yeah, no, I'm Romo's sure. Romo's a tough guy, man. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he has don't like him. So in it. Yeah, he's a Brett Favre kind of guy, right? Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, 
and he and, wants to play. Like that, they say, he's out there warming up now, like before games. Like, yeah. like he got the sling on, just throwing the ball forty yards downfield. Well, probably not forty because he got a not that strong arm. But he's down there chucking the ball. Yeah. Like just he wants to play, man. You got to respect that. But you win five in a row, you're not getting. I'm not switching back. You know what I mean? No, no. On I'm sticking role, with yeah. him winning, man. Uh, especially because, like I said, man, it, chances are the winner of the NFC East will be the four seed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're more than likely going to play Seattle, who right now is a six, but as we projected, they're going to move up to five. And do any of them NFC East teams have a chance to beat Seattle? My, Not all at once. Just, I, my, my money would be on Seattle. Mine too. Absolutely. I'm saying a chance. Yeah. Not not any given Sunday kind of chance. You'd be like, oh, man, this is – oh, man, I, Washington's a tough matchup for them. Or the Giants, Eli, or the Eagles and defense, whatever. Eagle, any of these teams e- – e- Eagles are the only ones that I would say that would be able to – Propose a challenge? Yes. Gi- Giants, mm-hmm. I just don't see four quarters there. Washington, I don't see the talent there. You just can't trust the whole Washington situation. No. The coaching, so, so, the quarterback, the team, anything. And I don't think Dallas is going to make it. So Yeah, no, the, yeah I no don't reason. either. Uh, it'll be a little tough for them, to, Like I said, they have to make up a game and, and, and surpass. Yeah, uh, none of those teams you're mentioning are, to me, offensively stronger than the defense that Seattle has. No, I, I, so, I agree with that completely. No. Uh, the Giants' offense is very good, very yeah. explosive. Uh, but they turn the ball over so much that they negate I was, that. Eli is going to definitely <coughs> contribute they, to the Legion of Doom. They lose, they lose it in the fourth. No matter, or no or ma- do you? <laughs> exactly. No, no, matter, no matter what you do, those first three and a half quarters. Yeah, they come up short, man. It, it, and, and it's crazy because Eli's thing is, you know, you never know what you're going to get, but in the final three minutes, you know what you're going to get, right? It's supposed and to be now you're not getting that, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and – and the coach and the coach and the quarterback are always connected at the hip, mm-hmm. and uh, the quarterback, sure, the hundred million dollar quarterback ain't going nowhere. No, I was about to say, coach is going first. He's going first, man. It'll probably be this year. But you got to allow him to resign. You don't want to. Oh, fi- you don't no, want to yes. fire him. No, because um, he's got to be about ready to to get up out of there, man. And um, if I'm, you, you know, if I'm so. any team, I'm done recycling these old head coaches. Unless mm-hmm. you want to bring back Marty Schottenheimer, which I'm all in favor of. Uh, but I, I'm against recycling old coaches. Uh, the coordinators are the way to go. My dad, our dad, brought up brought up to me. He's like, "Man, y'all get rid of Chip Kelly. I like to see y'all get Josh McDaniels. I think he's ready to be a head coach. You know what I mean? But I think yeah. everyone's mindset needs to be: I need, I need, screw recycling somebody. I need to get um, somebody young, fiery, that has a lot to prove. Um, but all right, we're gonna touch on this right quick. Officiating in the NFL. Awful, inconsistent. Okay, it's it's horribly inconsistent. I was seeing the other day. Uh, obviously, you know, we try to watch all the games. You can't catch everything. Uh, you can't have all the audio up on all the TVs and all that good stuff. Uh, but so apparently, the rep in the in the Saints Panthers game in New Orleans, uh, they missed three 12 men on the field penalties, uh-huh. where the 12th man was in the huddle and broke the huddle. Yeah. Wow. And nothing was called. Okay, wow. uh, Sean Sean Payton was livid before he even left the Superdome. He called the vice president of NFL officiating or whatever, some big wig like that. And um, and them officials got a call, and it was it's being overlooked. But it's every week it's something with the officials, man. Yeah. You know, and, and it's one thing. You know what? There's a hold on every play. We know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, there's, there's, there's always something they let go, they miss. It's tough, man. It's hard. Like the Aaron Rodgers face mask situation yeah. against Detroit. 
I'm like, I was at work. I didn't see it live, um, but I see everybody blowing up about it, and I look at the play. I'm like, it looks like a face mask. Yeah. Like a bad face mask. Yeah. And um, then you look up real close. You, you microscopically look at it, and he barely brazed it. Yeah. You microscopically looked at it. Of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it looked like a penalty. It was the, it was a bad call, but with the because of the the freakiness of the play. Yeah. Like it wasn't him just dropping back and throwing it. It was thrown no, back to him. Running, it was, it was a hooking around, ladder. Yeah. And uh so he was out of the referees were out of position, but for every position that the flags came from, it looked like a face mask. Yeah. You know, and Big Ken brought it to he said, man, you should bring in the five yard face mask, which is, you know, just grasping the mask and the personal foul. But I said, even then, yeah. it looked like a personal foul face mask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now I, I propose this I, I don't mean to cut y'all, I know you're ready yeah. to say something. Because uh, I was proposing this, man. Um the be able to review personal foul penalties. Yeah. Okay. Now even some of them are so uh like even the uh, the defensive receiver, I was watching Seattle, Minnesota, and Tyler Lockett, who's not a big guy, I don't know how tall he is, looks like he's about five nine, five ten. Uh he's hunched down and is and the the Minnesota safety crushes him with the corner, but he's standing straight up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The bottom of his face mask touches dude's helmet, but he didn't target, he didn't lower his shoulder, you know what I mean? And he got you get fifteen yards because you hit hard. You know what I mean, and um, so I, I would just like to, and I, cause on the other side, if you get two of them, if you got a review, if you get two of them in the NFL, you should be tossed out the game. Yeah, like if we're gonna be able to review the personal fouls, if it was you get two of them, you're that careless. So you know, Sue would play like ten games. Yeah, right. If that, and uh, so but throw them out the game. That's fine. You know, just to have something to combat the review. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say? Review personal fouls. Yes. No. Absolutely. We should. Well, you should be able to review and replay. More than just personal fouls, like some penalties anyway. Like what? Like, like I, I just think so. Some of the penalties that pass interference should that be reviewable? Uh, yes, because it's such a judgment call. Well, because I, I, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. I'm sorry for no, doing that. Okay. I'm, I am not trying to be rude. Uh, but I've had conversations about this all week, and I yeah. haven't recorded in nine days, so I'm a little pumped yeah. up, right? Yeah. So, um, but it's so like if you're watching in slow motion, there's always contact. Of course, you know it's what I mean. NFL. So, but. If if it's enough contact to throw the flag, just like if you review uh, if you review that, you might as well review holding at the all line of scrimmage. Oh, he didn't really grab his jersey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, hands to the face, everything. You well, review everything. I, I, that's why I say personal fouls because they're fifteen yards of automatic first downs. Yes. Go ahead. All right. No. Well, I think it should. I think we discussed this maybe a couple weeks back or so, two three weeks. Somebody should always be up in the booth watching. Uh huh. So so. Not being able to so-called say that you can review the pass interference, but somebody else is already looking, you know. And if they throw the flag, they're already watching up there already. Once the penalty's been called, and they can buzz down and be like, that was a bad call. As far as reviewing the penalties, and, and, and I, don't think, I don't think the coach should be able to review it. No, no I'm saying in NFL. Yeah, because they'll review every personal foul there is. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, you don't have to – Pick out each one. I'm saying, as the flagstone, they're automatically seeing the replay. Yeah. So, so if they see that it was a bad call before the snaps probably even made on the next play, they're mm-hmm. buzzing down, but like bad. Well, you got to get it done before then. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I'm well, just. I know a couple of weeks ago when we played Denver, they missed plenty of calls as, as far as the uh, how many people were on the field every time. 
And that's just crazy. Yeah. Because you got uh, officials, side judge, the back judge, everything. They're they're assigned to look at certain things, particular things. And, you know, they're all trying to work out for each other. And it, let's understand this. It's very hard to be an official in the NFL, any sport, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's hard to be consistent. And, and But what you don't want, what you, what you don't want, not to say don't want, um, you're not concerned with much of a, this crew, like Bug, your crew, mm-hmm. is calling pass interference different than Tim's crew. Yeah. What I want is through the whole game that you're calling, what's pass interference against this team it's is pass interference against that team. And how your crew be consistent, not compared to the other crews, right? Because yeah. yeah. that's, that's just not fair. Yeah, exactly. no, Different games, different games. And, you know, you, you see things like the face mask looks like a face mask. Yeah. Um, well, that that always goes back to just don't touch them in the head. You know, they're, they're so strict right now on touching the quarterback in the head. You could probably sneeze with your finger in that direction, and you're getting that penalty. And you have to protect the quarterback. Because exactly, they're exactly, defenseless. Exactly right. my point. Yeah. But now, now yeah. I was watching this play, and it, it frustrated me. Uh, back to the Seattle-Minnesota game. Uh, I don't remember who it was for Minnesota. Number 96, I think. Big old white dude. And he was sacking Russell Wilson behind the line of scrimmage. Right, and the whistle had not blown. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Wilson was down. He just held onto his leg, but Wilson was getting up to run again, and Dude held onto his leg till the whistle blew. Mm-hmm. They threw a penalty for fifteen yards. Wow, and that's what made the game twenty uh, fourteen to nothing, I think. And because uh, it was like a third down play, he yeah. sacked him for wow. like a two yard loss. And it's like this—he was trying to tell the ref, like you could see the defeat in his eyes while he's talking. Like I can't believe this. Yeah. Cause I, I'm, I'm rewinding it. I got DVR right. Yeah. I'm rewinding it. Look, look, listening for the whistle. He let go when he heard the whistle. You know what I mean? This is Russell Wilson. Yeah. If I'm tackling Russell Wilson, if I'm tackling Cam Newton, until I hear a whistle, I am not letting go. No, absolutely no. not. You know no, what I mean? You better not. Because it's not like he tackled him. No, it's it, for the defensive player. Of course, it's a lose lose situation. But because if you if you do let them go and they take off and scramble for 30 yards, then then you're in trouble because a, you gave up 30 yards. And they have the same problem on the sidelines where it looks like the quarterback's going to run out, so yeah. they lay up and they, they get an extra five, six yards. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's so hard. And it's even – it's the hardest position to play is cornerback, right? Because yeah. you have no advantage. Because the, the receiver can literally push off, push off all he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I was showing replays on Facebook, so I think it was DeAndre Hopkins. Just shoved the dude in the back and went up and caught – great play. Play, but it was pass interference. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, it wasn't um, called. And it, they, they get away with so much more. The only offensive pass interference call they really call is uh, the pick play. Yeah. You know? And or on think? Gronk. <laughs> or on Gronk. He's, uh, see, the pick player Gronk. You're absolutely right, man. Gronk. Gronk got more offensive. Look it up. Google yeah, it. He got Gronk six, has I know. more offensive pass interference calls than anybody this yeah. year. Combined, I know. Yeah. Six and six. Mm, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I know, man. It, it It's real crazy. But those aren't including pick plays. Those are just uh, one-on-one with your defender pass interference calls. I saw I saw that same statistic broke yeah. down, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, but from pass interference, okay, I, I put a poll on Facebook, all right? Some people, a lot of people got into it because uh, I, re- I did it Monday so I could talk about it on the show. Yeah. Uh, so it's not real fresh on my mind. But I proposed this because – if you want the NFL to fix the the officiating, you can't fix all the rules. No. So you'd really like to focus on one rule this year, emphasize on another rule next year, mm-hmm. and so forth, and get one right, and then move on to the next. So um, let's see what what did I put in that poll? Uh, roughing the passer, um, defenseless receiver, uh, offensive pass interference, and what was the other one? Defensive holding. 
I think, out of those four, or, or there's another one that comes to your head, uh, what penalty would you like to, for them to, to, to look at, review, and go over? Pass interference. Bug, what do you think? What call, right. what call bothers you the most? Okay. The holding calls. I'm offensive gonna, or defensive? The the offensive holding calls. They confuse me sometimes. How so? Like, say for instance, like the offensive line. And it, I may have this problem because my offensive line is so weak this year. And they are very weak. Yeah, and I pay a lot of attention to that. But it's like, okay, the defender gets past. I'm trying to protect my quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's my job, right? Mm-hmm. The defender, he beats me. Okay? When he beats me, if he knocks me over and my weight carries him and he's you're, you're just yeah. just a bunch of dumb If you're co- engaged, absolutely. Yeah. You go and down you're going to call that holding. And, 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 and to me, that's not holding. You, I thought holding was me stopping you from making, you know yeah, what I'm man. saying? It's just, it's just. And it's tough. And, you know, another thing I don't like about like holding calls, and, um, like because the defender's off sides, right? Because mm-hmm. penalties on both sides negate the play, play over. So if the defender's off sides, Right, and now you hold him. You held him because he's off sides. Mm-hmm. Right? How that shouldn't they shouldn't offset each other? Yeah, because that because that was a pre snap penalty. So one predicates the other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I say this: if I if I could look at the rule, I would go with this man. It, it's kind of a two parter. Okay, follow me, then I'll let y'all say y'all's piece. Right? Um, defensive holding, illegal contact. Get rid of the illegal contact. Right? And I say this. Um, I can touch you all I want, not hold you, not bump you off your route, not shoulder tackle you, but I can put my hands on you, right? As long as I don't turn your body, because mm-hmm. the ball's in the air, it's pass interference. Mm-hmm. Okay, so don't have anything to do with that. This is uh, pre-throw, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and if I hold you, if I grasp your jersey, if I hook you, anything like that, it's defensive holding. But what I get tired of seeing is some guy uh, – Sometimes four yards downfield, sometimes seven yards downfield on the other side of the play that's not even part of the play gets touched. And now instead of it being fourth and six, team gets an automatic first First down. First and five. You know what I mean? mean, The defensive holding drives me up the wall because and if it's a hold, it's a hold. But we're talking about uh, minuscule contact at best. You know what I mean? And like I said, if I if I don't bump you off your route, I'm gonna bump you off your route because it's not fair. The, the the offensive player has such an advantage in that situation. Yeah, they know where they're going. Uh, you can't touch them, but they can touch you. Yeah, you know. And uh, I was just, I would really wish they could look at that because, like I said, get rid of illegal contact. All right. Yeah. Because if I touch you 12 yards downfield, as long as I'm not holding you, it shouldn't matter. No. Right? As long as the ball's not in the air, like you said. If the ball's in the air, it's passing the yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. touch you at all. Can't no, touch but, you at but all. you should be able to hand jockey and be able to fight like that and be able to get around, swim moves and stuff like that as you're running your routes yeah. and trying to go back and forth. So I do agree. It's just, I mean, because like I said, man, it's, they're so inconsistent. They're missing so many calls. Yeah. And it's and it's keeping drives alive and it's keeping other teams off the field. And it, it plays such a huge part in the game. Yeah. And it's annoying because it doesn't feel like the games are being settled the way they should. Yeah. You know, and uh, they play too big of a part. Uh, referees for MVP because they, they have the most value to each game. I was about to say that as, as much stress and control they have to have – it is getting worse in every sport. Every sport, man. But right are now, they getting older? Is that what it is? I think, Perhaps. I don't know if they can't keep up. 
Because they've been old. Some of, these, some of them were old when we started watching and, them. And they were. And some of them are still officiating uh, yeah. now. Still officiating. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's a mixture. I it's think, a combination of I things. I think they've added people in, but I just, I just think they're getting worse. I man. also think they're getting worse. They're getting... Uh, because the rules change so much, I, 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 they're I, I, trying to go with the rule. They're trying to let certain things go, but not you know. Because they have people over them saying, "All right, man, emphasize on this. Don't worry about this as much." You know what I mean? Uh, let's 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 focus on this aspect, this penalty right here. I wonder how much money do, does professional sports spend to to get get better in that department? What do you mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe a school for refs or something that something yeah. that you set up that say this is not what we want. But you know, you 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 would assume that they already have that. Like that's what I'm trying to like, say. I'm like, like like every every year in the off season, they have a month or a couple weeks, kind of kind of like a uh, seminar. Yes, something. They, yeah, they okay. go business business trip, and you go you you look at video. They teach you the new rules. They tell you what's went away, what's changed. You see, you see it in action. Mm-hmm. And you're training younger. Yeah. People, you get, know, younger. And you got to get younger. If I, if everybody I, on the same if page. If I'm running the league, NBA, uh, NFL, not baseball as much because it's not as athletically yeah. com- uh, demanding. Yeah. But if I was – if I'd be trying to get my old players to referee to officiate. Yeah. You that's know what I mean? That's a great idea. That's what I would be yeah. going for. Brandon, that's a Brandon great Haywood idea. Haywood was the first one that I saw that's in the a great NBA. Idea. Haywood Workman, you mean? I mean, yeah, Haywood, Haywood Workman. Haywood Workman, yeah. uh-huh. for the Pacers. Yeah. A little greedy little dude, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah. Now he's a but, referee in that. But I, I, I'd be totally for that. It would help. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, um, but, I you, agree but, with that. but you gotta, they're having too much influence. So I say if you put in the old players, the more athletic players, but it's so hard because they're like, um, like I said, focus on this, don't focus on that. Uh, and here, here's what I like here's here, here's the trouble because when you're the head ref, you got to keep the tempo of the game up because you're penalized because mm-hmm. you get more money for making the playoffs too, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. get more money for the deeper rounds in the playoffs you go. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep the, the, if your game's going four hours long, yeah. then you're going to get in trouble. Right. Yeah. So, but but at the same time, like, uh, I saw a hold. The other referee, man, I didn't see a hold. Talk about it. Get it right. But if they do that, we're throwing at the TV. Hurry up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But what we want is the right call to be made. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's so hard. I'm not trying to say it's easy. I'm not trying to say I could do it, which I could. But I'm not trying to say that, that I, you know, anything like that, man. It's a tough job. But if they can't do it, then we need to look to replace them with somebody that can because they're having way too much influence on games, victories, playoffs, yes. and uh, people's money, livelihood, everything, man. And it's on them, and it's, it's not because they suck. No, no, no they're, tr- it's, they're trying. It's, it's just difficult. It's just a tough difficult. job, man. Uh, as we move into the new era of technology, man, it's time to move into the new era of a younger, more athletic referees that can see better, can keep up. I know they have physicals and whatnot, but I see some of them guys, man. Like I said, they've been officiating since the 90s when we were growing up watching when sports was king, you know. It's too too impactful for the season and for the teams and what they're trying to get accomplished. It so, is, man. So it, I, it plays too much of a role. Uh, we're about to get out of here real quick. A uh, couple things. The NFL is going to change the seedings, one through ten on both yeah. sides. Are going to be completely different. I can't wait for two weeks, and we're going to see it's it's going to be changed. Up it's to see what we are drastically changed. LeBron James becomes the highest paid player uh, that Nike's ever paid, like three hundred million dollars, whatever it is, for a lifetime deal. Um, somebody asked me this question. I do not remember who it was. Uh, is he worth it? Of course. I think he is. That's hard to say he's not, right? Yeah. I mean, he, 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 he's, he's got a brand name like Jordan. So, uh, of course, he does. of course, nobody will ever be Jordan. No, not Jordan's on the court. brand. But no, off the court. No, I'm saying his brand off. Off the court, his brand is bigger than Jordan's because he's he's sociably likable. 
No. Jordan didn't care if you liked him or not because Jordan wasn't around in Facebook, Twitter, no, no. in your face but, all the time. So it's not easy to compare. Yeah, but I think Jordan started this. Yeah, he started it. Jordan made all all that to what was wanted from yeah, his individuals. But it doesn't mean uh, that someone else can't overcome you for no, being. I, I agree. Not on the court. No, I'm not talking about on the court. No. I'm that's talking not, about yeah. That's not even. I, a I'm question. talking about selling merchandise, yes. being a spokesman for a company. Jordan was just lining his pockets, man. You know, I mean, yeah. LeBron James does movies, and he he's more sociable with kids, and like even the whole uh, decision. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. All that went to the boys' club. You know what I mean? Of America, two mm-hmm. million dollars or whatever, whatever you yeah. raised for that segment. It all went to the boys' club, man. Like, dude's so likable. You don't ever hear him about him, like, out being drunk, no. uh, smacking his wife. He's got a great family thing going yeah. on. Yeah. If it is, I don't know, but we don't know otherwise, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So, you know, Jordan had all types of things going on off the court. Just nobody cared because he was the best player. Uh-huh. But if Jordan did the – got caught up gambling, got caught up cheating on his wife and things like that, he'd be uh, vilified like like Kobe Bryant is. Yeah. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And his, his stock would have went down. Because, but there weren't enough cameras around back then like there are now. No. I still would have wore Jordans. Yeah, screw Jordan, man. Yeah. Uh, kept Isaiah off the dream team, man. Yeah. I'll never <laughs> I'll never forgive him for that. All right, man. We we, we ran into our hour and 15 minutes. Anything you want to throw in, Tim? Uh, no. Bug? I don't know. Thanks for you having know, me. Thanks for having me here tonight. I was kind of quiet, but anybody that knows me know what's up with that, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, my sport opinion is strictly from the streets and what they're saying, you know, what the streets are saying, what we talk about, me and my guys, you know, when we discuss sports. Yep, and that's what you're here for, man. Speak your opinion and speak for the hood, man, because that's what we need. We need all perspectives here because, you know, we reach out to everybody, man. But I appreciate you guys so much for coming on. Uh, like I said, we're recording on Wednesday, so it'll probably be dropped on Friday, but you can find us at the Uh Golden State won't lose till Christmas. <laughs> well, sure if, if they don't. They won't lose then. They won't lose then. They're going 82 and 0, man. Yeah. Can't you see it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going to win 70 plus. Lose, I, I got them at 75. That's my number for them. 75. Wow. I think. I think if it, let, let's say if they if it gets ridiculous, and you're getting into the playoffs, and I'm like, what if if, if you if I, what 30, 40 some games in first place. I mean, when do you not kind of take the gas off? You don't take it off because you're going to the playoffs. You want to roll. And the fact that Golden State uh, wants to surpass, eclipse that Chicago Bulls record. They want that record. They want that record. They want to go 82 All I'm saying is it's a dangerous game you could play with. Back then, it was a different different kind of league. We we should look from January to the end of the season last year. Because wouldn't it be messed up to go do all this? And lose in the first round. Oh yeah, because you're be awesome. Because <laughs> you're tired. Because awesome. you're tired. You've been you've been going all season trying to prove yourself, and you get to the first round and lose. They started they started resting players January last year. Yeah. So that's why I'd like to see the finish from they're, what they did last team, year. Man, only LeBron James rested. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, just to touch on it, man. I don't blame him for taking a game off, man. You're LeBron <laughs> James. Yeah. You've been the best player for 10 years. Well, not 10 years, since Kobe surpassed. But 12 years, going strong, playoffs every year, six championships, dream teams, all that good stuff. you played 15, 16 years of basketball, man. You're 31 years old. You can take any game off you want, bro. Yep. Well, thank you guys for coming, man. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm just going to touch on this real quick, man. It's not a real big issue, man. I was reading this story on Facebook where uh, this lady had this pet snake, right? Mm-hmm. And the pet snake had a... Uh, she said, the, the, I love on the snake. I, I cuddle with the snake. The snake won't eat, right? Mm-hmm. And so 
She takes it to the vet. Man, my snake won't eat. What's wrong with my snake? Doctor says, ma'am, uh, does this snake lay up to you next night? Well, yeah. Does he stretch out next to you? She said, yeah. She said, ma'am, this snake is about to eat you. It's stretching out. It's starving itself. So it'll know how big it's got to be to devour you. And the point of that story is the people that are close to you, make sure you know who they are because they're the ones that will bite you the hardest. I've been Quentin Bailey. This has been Sports, Sports, Sports queued up. Uh, I am out. Peace. I'll I'll bite back. This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.